0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the Back Porch Podcast. I'm Corey Dempsey. And I'm Andrew Bean. This week we are talking about the best Boston movies, and to do so, we are constructing the Boston Hall of Fame. We have 12 movies in contention. We have five spots in the Hall of Fame. And to help us decide what ultimately goes in, we've assembled the Not Fucking Around crew. <laughs> it is Beam, myself, and the gentleman from Simple Mind Sports Show, Rich and Ray. How's it going, guys? Good, man. How are you? Doing well. I didn't mention this on the show, Ray, but your white chocolate Jason Williams jersey in the background is my favorite thing in the whole world.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I wanted it on an auction for 30 bucks. It was the greatest thing that ever happened to me.
2: I hate that people are nice to Ray. <laughs> it, it makes me angry when people are nice to Ray. So, this is not how this usually goes.
3: So Rich, speaking of speaking of being nice, uh, I, obviously I listened to the episode in which Corey was on with you guys, where yes, you you took shots at him for the for the Bills playing and liking soccer, you know, which which you know that 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 hit a little close to home for me as well. However, at the end of it, you're like, you know, that was he's very nice. <laughs> me. No, 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 no. You guys said this about Corey. He said he oh, yeah. had a very nice, nice demeanor. He's a, he's a nice man, yeah. I don't know who the fuck that was on that podcast. <laughs> no, that's like literally not the person that any of us know. I like said that to my wife and she was like, what?
2: <laughs> you two-faced bitch.
3: See? What the f- <laughs> so like now you're on our show, so it might be kind of a different mode, but okay. I didn't, well, I didn't know who the fuck you guys were talking about. And he was. He was very nice on the show. He was very conciliatory.
1: Well, when we started firing off that, he was wearing a buffalo hat, and we started (laughs) seeing how how shitty it was. I mean, that was probably like deer in the headlights, like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? It also was...
3: It was three-on-one, so I at least have to give you... I gotta give you a little bit of that.
2: Yeah, Yeah. but Ray's mom does better in those situations, so I expected expected a better out of Corey. But to be honest, you know, you started this show off really nice, too, so if we're going down some kind of nice rabbit hole again, (laughs) I'd like to be warned in advance, so... Uh, I don't come completely hungover and in a very salty mood next time. <laughs> Actually right no, now I, you guys is, are fucked. This is where I this is who I am. This. I think
3: that's what we wanted. I think we also knew that that's how the direction we're going to go in.
2: Okay, good cuz I'm going to get my bourbon in a second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just want to say for the record I'm a nice fucking guy. Um <laughs> literally said on our show before you don't have a soul or your soul is dead it's one of those things I'm dead inside but that doesn't mean like I'm not a nice guy it just means I don't feel things I don't (laughs) what do you want I don't know Beam. what are we fucking drinking
3: oh sorry um uh all right so Corey was supposed to hopefully get a beer that was going to be actually from Boston for unfortunately we couldn't do that so we just got a New England style IPA. I know how much you guys love this style uh, after after listening to setups. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to crack it open and then uh, we'll get going.
2: Great. Are you guys sharing that one beer? Oh, yeah. That that would have That's made cute. my life better last night. <laughs> See, <laughs> and it's cute. It is. It is cute. <laughs> it's
0: that also is ten thirty a.m. Like, what are you 10 drinking?
3: I mean, this is what people normally do too. Actually, people people I guess that consume craft beer on a fairly regular basis are constantly
0: sharing. It's called Whitman Brewing Haze Queen. Mm. Mm. Mm.
1: We have a queen. <laughs> yes, I'm drinking something a lot more interesting—a nice New England
3: IPA, 11%er—and uh, uh, 11, 11 I'm not sharing with anyone. Oh Jesus,
0: you have an 11% at
3: 10:30? <laughs> I'm fucking really impressed. I could have gotten the quad, I could have gotten the quad out, but you know,
1: not didn't know we were fucking
2: doing that. around. No, crew. this is the not. Are fucking we talking around movies crew? or what?
1: We are I'm, now. I'm going <laughs> in a time machine right now. I'm not going to remember the rest of this day.
0: All right, so let's get into it. So, you know, where I want to start is when we were thinking about these Boston movies and you guys are Boston natives or at least from the area. So when you're thinking about Boston movies, what are some of the key elements that need to be present to make it like a quality Boston movie, to make it use the city well, to make it represent the city? What are you guys looking for in that?
1: Wicked, stupid fucking accents. Yep. Wicked. And you have to show the Prudential building and the sitgo sign
2: at least twice in the movie. That's it. In Fenway. <laughs>
3: Fenway, yeah. use Fenway. We did, yeah, we did. I, I was talking about that with a friend last night. We we're like, if Fenway's not in the movie, what? It's
2: are not a real Boston. Here? Yeah, it's not a real Boston movie then. I know yeah. that we're. Uh, I know we're going to get to the specific movies, and I know the town is one of them. But when that, whenever that plot went to Fenway, I was like, what the. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Now nah, we're not
1: like, going to
3: a game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got what? an
1: idea. Let's rob Fenway. It's yeah, like, come what? on, man. That's the dumbest <laughs> fucking idea you could it's ever have in your movie. The fucking cathedral. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's the not. The fucking dude. cathedral <laughs> Boston. <laughs> <laughs> dude, speaking of and I've never we've never discussed this, but like how weird is it that the Bills Backer Bar of Boston is located in Fenway Park?
2: Um, I don't know. I don't spend a lot of time there, so I don't really have an opinion on that. Uh Look, th-
0: I thought
3: it's. I think it's quite an achievement that there is a fucking Billsbacker bar, like in the in the belly of of Boston, in the heart of Boston. Is what I should. It say.
2: just. It's just such a, a a pat on the head, rub your belly fan base. And it's like, sure, man. Like, yeah,
1: have fun. The guy, the guy had money. He said, "I have an idea." The guy's like, "Just pay me my rent every month. That's all you need to do." Yeah, yeah. Good we're job, good, boy. Good yeah, job. we're good. We're good.
3: I actually don't have a response for that. That actually is like, yeah, I can't argue against that at all.
0: (laughs) So I I agree with everything you guys said about the accents, about the key kind of landmarks in Boston. You know, you got the the Capitol building of Boston that's featured heavily in The Departed, which is a movie we'll talk about. The other thing is I feel like there has to be some characters that have a real what-so-you-think-you're-better-than-me complex to them. That is a key element that I see in a lot of these movies and something that I really appreciate. I don't know if that's accurate to Boston or not. I, th- I feel like it is. That was if the one you're...
3: question I had was that after watching all of these movies, like, am I am I is this is this actually educating me on what Boston is? Like, am I or are they just like this is what we th- this is the stereotype that we're just going to kind of follow. And just that's how we're always going to write a Boston movie.
2: If you're asking if everyone in the general Boston area is a self-conscious asshole, the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. So it's very accurate. When we travel, like we go to away games, like we try to go to away games,
1: and it's like, wow, people around this country are so nice. And then you get back home, and everyone's flipping you off, calling you a fucking asshole, and you're like, ah, back home. Love it.
2: What, you got a fucking problem? You think you're fucking better you than me? You think you're fucking better than me? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot Sir, of Sir, that's that a great company. jersey you're wearing right there. Fuck yourself, buddy. Go f- uh, <laughs> don't talk to me. What, you got a problem with my fucking jersey? Yeah. No, I said it's nice. I bet you did, you fucking cocksucker.
3: <laughs> 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 I'm just feeling comfortable now knowing that, that, that at least my vision of what Boston is was, I guess, accurate then.
2: Yep, 100%. Well, all right. Yeah, it's not hard to nail. Maybe that's why so many uh, movie producers go there, because you, you just you get the extras Real quick, we can do real this. easy.
3: We can make this without offending anyone. They're going to be like, "Yep, yep,
0: accurate, that's spot awesome. on, spot on." <laughs> you could say yeah. whatever you want, and it's not offensive because it's just like, "Yep, that's Southie." <laughs> <laughs> Southie's a different kind of beast in
2: these movies. Uh, yeah, yes. So, yeah, when, it's got a reputation for sure.
0: <laughs> so, when we were planning for this, we discussed a ton of Boston movies, and you know, a couple that a bunch of my Boston friends kept bringing up. But I felt like they weren't quite there because they took place in areas around Boston, but not quite in Boston. So one example was like Manchester by the Sea, which is a phenomenal movie, a real fucking bummer time, but like a really good movie. But like that's (laughs) Manchester. And then The Perfect Storm, which takes place in Gloucester. And that, you know, doesn't really fit for me. And then, you know, a couple that take place in. The Vineyard or on Cape Cod, like Summer Catch or like Jaws. It's fake Cape Cod, but nonetheless, Cape Cod. You know, should we have considered these movies or is that not real Boston to you guys?
1: No, the Cape is not real Boston because that's uppity ups, like the rich people that, you know, point their pinkies up when they take a gl- sip of their wine. So, no, those have to be eliminated immediately.
2: I was just there for two weeks with my. Uh,
1: Lati da, Rich. Lati da.
2: <laughs> I jumped off the Jaws Bridge. Um, no, yeah, I don't think it counts as Boston, Boston, because it doesn't have the key elements we just talked about. You don't get the Peru. You don't have Fenway. Uh, you got some of the accents, but, you know, it's like, you know, the, the, the different um, – the the accents change when you move throughout Massachusetts and certainly down down on the Cape and everywhere else. Also, summer catch <laughs> – Is that with Freddie Prince Jr.? Freddie Prince Jr. and Jessica Biel.
0: Yeah, yeah, they bang on the uh, on the field, and then they uh, sure do. Yeah, and then they light the the field house on fire. Yep, (laughs) as you do, as you do. It's a really bad movie, but I love it a lot. Whatever
2: happened to Freddie Prince Jr.? Oh, I can tell you,
1: he was a producer for WWE. (laughs) Really? Oh.
0: Oh shit. What happened you know, is he accurate. stopped being a teenager, so yeah. like
1: yeah, he grew up and said, "I can't get away with his charm anymore." <laughs> Fuck you, Corey, no, he didn't.
0: I feel like he's, he's like still doing a teenager some... now. I
3: feel like he's doing some stuff here and there, though. Like I feel like I've seen him in a movie or two. I don't know. I can't remember. Scooby
2: Doo. They were. I Might think he got. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Oh yeah, Scooby Doo. I think he got the too handsome. Like he's too handsome to be in anything to be taken seriously.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the thing where, like, all the girls want him, but all the guys hate him. Mm -hmm. So, like, you can't be in movies. Um, That's that's a good point about, you know, those things taking outside of Boston. But one of the movies that you guys included on your list was The Fighter, which I feel like takes place predominantly in Lowell. So why should that count? And those other movies aren't. Have you heard that accent they use in there? <laughs> it's Marky Mark. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right a low.
2: Um, Christian
1: Bale's, um, Bale's accent alone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he was awesome. That should in that. go into a Hall of Fame on Lowell its own. <laughs>
2: Lowest proximity to, to Boston. Lowell's technically the North Shore. But it's close enough. Like you, you move into different, like Ray said, you move into different types of people when you get down on the Cape. And like the perfect storm's not a Boston movie because it takes place in the fucking ocean. So I I think that when you talk about the differences, like Lowell is a really close kind of suburb of Boston, so you can you can get away with that one. And but it's yeah. trash. Lowell is trash. <laughs> there's a right lot of, of Lowell. there's a lot of you think you
0: better than me attitude in that fucking movie, especially from the sisters.
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I think, yeah,
0: they,
3: yeah, I think you could drink at least how many times they say that, and then you will probably will be wasted by the end of
2: it. Sure will. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. I would not. I would not want to tussle with a with a <laughs> the Lowell housewife. No, I no. 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 Uh,
0: real quick on the perfect storm. Do you guys have any comments on Diane Lane's attempt at a Boston accent?
2: Yeah, I I could. I wouldn't even guess that she tried to put. I would have to watch the movie. It, Again and pay attention to it. And like, if you don't have it, don't do it. That that's what I would say. Like, if you don't, Clooney didn't do one, right? No, Clooney didn't do one. I feel like he tried to drop him. a couple R's, but like, that was yeah, that was beneath, him. that was beneath them. Yeah, but it's even funnier when like Wahlberg
1: tries to like over exaggerate his Boston accent, and it's just so bad. Like in The Departed, it's like, dude, come on, man, you lace like, cut an
0: Irish pussy. <laughs> 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 just. FYI, this is going to be a lot of me trying to do a Boston accent, and it's going to be really bad a lot of times. But it's really fun for me, so yeah, we're just not a deal. No, it's just <laughs> gonna be, it's just going to be like
3: hanging out with you. That's all it
0: is.
2: Yeah. I'm well, gonna... that last that last line, Corey, was not even close to an accent, but you but you nailed the insult. So yeah, as long as you the
3: one or the, the other the intent behind it,
2: yeah, I have fucking the pussy at the end of any sentence around talking about Boston pretty much plays. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Tight.
0: So we're going to get to building the Hall of Fame here. What the rules are is we have 12 movies that are nominated. We have five spots in the Hall of Fame. We're going to go through each of them in chronological order in which they were released. Um, and after someone gives the case, we'll decide whether it goes in. We'll give it a yes, no, or maybe. And if it's a maybe, we'll kind of table that discussion to the end and decide what ultimately goes in. So the first one we are going to discuss is 1998's Goodwill Hunting. Beam, you're up on this. What's the case for Goodwill Hunting?
3: Well, it's this. It's written by two people from Boston, um, so that's number one. Uh, I think they were able to very well, you know, if tell me if I'm wrong here, capture at least sort of the essence of kind of being from Boston, just sort of also the mindset as well. Like, you know, with with Matt Damon, his character Will Hunting, he is literally, literally the thing that holds him back is his identity and what he feels he needs to be which is part of like from being you know being in boston he feels like he needs to be doing the stuff that his friends are doing and it's stunting his growth in a way just sort of and so i think it's i think it's interesting where the city itself actually played a conflict uh in the movie for him you know whether it was like you know obvious or not but it just kind of felt like it felt like that was the thing that was holding him back plus there was a lot of accents, some pretty, some pretty like uh, spot on, maybe spot on, maybe little overdone accents here and there. But what I'm actually kind of curious about is Robin Williams, how was his accent in it? Was it too subtle or did, did he fuck that one up?
1: Robin oh, Williams can't do anything wrong. I liked it. <laughs>
2: Robin Williams is the best part of that movie. So yeah, he gets he yeah. gets it. He, he won a fucking Oscar for it. So yeah. <clears throat> I would he, was say awesome. he was
3: definitely the best part of that movie. But yeah. I don't know. That's I just the felt... line he keeps saying
2: hey, hey, it's not your fault. What did you yeah. it say? It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. That's, that's I know it's line. not my that... fucking fault. What are you fucking doing to <laughs> me?
3: Do you like apples? How do you like them, Apples? Another iconic yeah. line from the movie as well. Yeah. I just felt too just um just obviously the attitude of the movie just was incredibly boston and just really, I think, captured what just living in Boston, growing up in Boston Was about, you know, two guys being from Southie Like, how they're able to relate to each other it would, it, He had to go through all the different therapists Until he got to the guy from Southie The guy that could actually relate with him And knew how to Break him down in certain ways In order to get him to talk, to open up and realize his potential um, So, and I just the, it, I mean, the main predominant one It's the fact that the, the city And that I think is also important too with, with If we're going to talk about movies from Boston um, The city actually is a character in this movie.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think that your point is a good one that, you know, the main character conflict for will hunting is the fact that he's struggling with who he is and where he's from. And this idea that like, you think you are better than me and Mm -hmm. he is better than them, but he's struggling with this idea of like actually wanting to be better than them. And I think often about that scene in the bar where Ben Affleck goes up to, uh, Mini Driver's character for the first time, and then the asshole from Harvard comes up, and fucking Matt Damon, Will Hunting teaches him a fucking lesson, and then Casey Affleck afterwards just goes, "My boy is wicked smart." <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like that's perfect Boston right there. That whole scene. Oh, yeah. And just like captures the character
3: perfectly, and there's several scenes like that taking place in that bar and just everything else. Like, yeah, it
2: that's perfect. Yeah, they nailed they nailed it. Um, I do, Casey Affleck uh, out of all of them has the best like natural New England Boston accent. Even though Damon sure. and Affleck, I think, are accurate with their accents, they always come off fake. So it they're pretty. they Matt Damon specifically is pretty good in that movie. He's not great in like The Departed or anything else like that. But yeah, they, they nail that whole psychology of that part of the city specifically in that part of the country. Like you're not, no, you are supposed to struggle and be miserable. This is your life. You have no other choice. I don't care if you can solve algorithms on bathboards at Harvard, just go fucking pound sand, dude. This is what, this is why you're, this is why you were born. So you're not better than me.
1: That's the other thing, too. Like, when we're talking about Boston movies, like, they talk about Harvard and MIT, the two prominent schools in the state. I mean, if that's not involved
2: in any movie from Boston, too, it's like, is it a real Boston movie? I've yeah. never met anyone that went to Harvard that didn't tell me they went to Harvard.
1: You <laughs> met people that went to Harvard?
2: <laughs> you think you're yeah. better than me? You society, right? Wow. Society. Oh,
1: you fucking do drink your wine with a pinky <laughs> out, don't you, you bitch?
2: It actually yeah. did
3: come to my mind, though, when you were kind of talking about this, Corey, just like that the you think you're better than me, like, you know, where literally the conversation between Will and Chucky is just basically like, you think you're better than me? And it's like, well, yeah,
0: yeah, I actually do. And then basically Chucky being like,
3: yeah, you're right. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You need to get out of here and fucking live your life because yeah, I, you're going to die doing this. <laughs> nah, I mean, for me, I think this has to go in. Um, if it doesn't, I would be
3: fucking, I will... Actually, I got nothing. I don't want to destroy anything in here.
2: What Bean, you think your pick is better than mine?
3: Yeah, actually I do.
2: Uh-huh. Uh no, yeah, Goodwill Hunting is on the list, probably number 1. That's probably it's probably up there. I mean, Ray is the resident shitbag when it comes to uh, uh choice of TV Fuck and you. movie. Fuck you. So <laughs> well, let's see what he has to say, but yeah, absolutely Goodwill Hunting is is up there. For actually, no. Yeah, what? Ray, what do what do we think? Yeah, Ray is it in? Oh, absolutely. It
1: has to be in. That's like one of their first movies they ever got out and there's like a blockbuster. Why wouldn't it be? It highlights Boston very well. I mean, before that, what this is the earliest one you have on the list at 98. So what's that beforehand? You know, nothing. This is like the start of the Boston, the fake accents and the, uh, you know, talking about Boston and all that. So it has to be in.
3: So wait, do they need to be held accountable for that? For starting the craze of just filming in, in Boston?
0: No, it's not their fault. They did a phenomenal job. It's all the fucking <laughs> fakers afterwards.
2: <laughs> Speaking of fakers it also, afterwards. In the, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but... Uh, <laughs> a year later. Oh, nice. Um, a, uh, a little known fact or unknown fact, a reason why there was a big flurry of Boston movies is because Massachusetts didn't tax production companies. Uh, so a lot of production companies went and made movies in Massachusetts <laughs> And I'm sure a bunch of them said, "While well, we're here, we might as well make a stupid Boston movie with a bunch of fake accents." So that was that was a reason for a big whatever flurry that was early 2000s, mid 2000s. Nice, you, Rich coming in with the facts.
0: I like it. Big facts. I like. I it. thought he was going to throw there's up on no that one. There's no guarantee.
2: <laughs> Thank you, boys. That yeah, was a lot of talking all at once. And there's actually there's no guarantee that that's true. It's just oh, okay. is something just I heard making
0: shit up occasionally. It's literally,
2: like it's my from his
1: Harvard friends. No, his Harvard friends told him that apparently.
2: La da. They also run marathons and they're vegan. They all tell me. <laughs> they, thank you. I'm not hearing that. So,
0: so let's go to the next one. It is 1999's The Boondock Saints. Who's uh who's making the case for this? Ray, I feel like this is a
2: you pick. <laughs> nope, it's not an you pick. That was a Bill pick. This, is, this, B- this, oh is, this God, is Bill all... you to
3: defend it.
1: Good. It's Let Bill's-
2: me, I'll, take the, I'll take the reins on this one. Uh, it's a good movie, bitch tits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be Bill's, Bill's
2: argument right Let's there. Let's go ahead and throw this one out. That's not a Boston movie. Oh, it's wow. a fun movie, um, but it's not a Boston movie. Talk about bad accents. Okay. Why can we at least get like maybe just a
3: smidge of like what could be the possible argument? For They're Irish. This a Boston movie. That's, yeah, that's the only reason.
2: That's <laughs> Irish. That's it. I don't even think it takes place. Do,
3: do, do they even say that it takes place in Boston? Honestly, when I saw this on the list, I was like, "Is it in Boston?" I like, I completely forgot it even could be a Boston movie.
1: It's one of Bill's probably favorite movies, just because it has about
3: killing drugs
1: and you know Irish mob. Boom.
3: Boom. Listen, listen. The cat scene is quite possibly one of the most horrifying yet hilarious scenes in a movie I've I've, I've ever seen. But that's about
0: it. I feel like with this movie. I mean, I just love the old guy in the bar and how he keeps fucking up these like epic sayings. Like, how about you make like a tree and get the fuck out of here?
2: <laughs> like, that's got a little bit of Boston to it. But yeah, everything yeah. else is. All right. No. Uh, so let me finish my Bill uh, impression. Uh, that's how I roll. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I thought he was here for a second. Nailed
0: it. <laughs> that's good. I mean, I feel like it's a big. You think you're better than me attitude just to throw a Boston movie that's not really a Boston movie on the list. It's just like, what? I'm gonna do what the fuck I want. And how dare you think that was my choice. <laughs> how dare I'm, you I'm sorry, right. I apologize. That's 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 mean. And I <laughs> thank you. I'm sorry. Did you see that uh, did you hold on? Dude, we all just witnessed that. Yeah, of you're very nice. Mean. Really,
1: but he was very apologetic after. He was very nice afterwards. (laughs)
0: Exactly. I I know what I mean. (laughs) Fucking a. (laughs) All right. So let's go to the next one, Mystic River. And this is 2003, directed by Clint Eastwood. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how accurate I feel like this is, but it is a great movie. So very good. Make the case for why this is a great Boston movie.
1: Sean Penn, terrible accent. Uh, A a murder, a murder, a mystery in the slums of uh, outside of Boston. Yeah, this is definitely a Boston movie. Is that my
0: daughter in there? (laughs) Is that my fucking daughter? I can't think of anything else.
3: I don't know. I think I think we just need to be shouting just lines like this throughout the entire.
1: Man, that's another thing. You got to yell a lot. Yeah, yelling a lot. They do a lot of yelling in that movie.
3: Am I wrong Um, to think though that Tim Robbins actually like was? I don't know. There's there's something that felt very Boston about him, a shy Boston, but
2: very. Uh, yeah, he was a. Uh, he, he wasn't he molested by a Catholic priest. Sure in was. That movie. There you go, Boston. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just
0: made all the checks.
2: <laughs> there you go. That was a perfect segue. Bad to, accent. Uh, to yep. The, the other, to one of the other movies that on this list, be a little bit funny, further. Though. down. I shouldn't laugh at that. It
0: shouldn't be funny, but it is when you say it. So I don't. I don't know what to do. I, it makes me a bad right. person, I guess.
2: <laughs> comedy is comedy. I'm going and, to hell now. <laughs> uh, diddling kids with a robot is funny sometimes. So oh, God. just deal with it. <laughs> So, anyways, I'm Only sorry. Only in
3: Boston, didn't we it didn't mean interrupt. I think we went off on a tangent. Please, more on making the case for Mystic River in this. If, yeah. if you, that's, got it. More. that's that, it. That right, actually no, is my argument.
2: No, the uh, no, the, just the way it. Like <laughs> honestly, the way it's shot and the color, it's just gray and miserable. Boston. Uh, everyone in that story is a drunk, miserable person. Boston. Oh, Boston. <laughs> like, it has the. Uh, just that downtrodden feel um, uh, about it, and Kevin Bacon is—he's got one of the better Boston accents. From he's fucking good. Philly. He he's does, pretty good. He has
0: a really good Boston accent, and I feel like he's the best character in this movie. I feel like he's the emotional center to Tim Robbins' fucking creepiness, and then Sean Penn's fucking off the rails mobster is he a mobster I don't know if don't he's know a wannabe, wannabe
3: gangster like it's like one of those things where just that felt Boston
0: where they're like ah we're in yeah.
3: a we got a gang
0: <laughs> we got a gang but we're not sure what it is and there are these two twins that like act one of them being up. a fucking Wahlberg is it
2: oh yeah oh nice I believe hold on is it Donnie, it's not Donnie thing. is it the other one
0: Um <laughs> who is the other one
2: there? there's like there's nine like four. of them no there's nine Is there? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which one makes the burgers? Oh, uh... Robert Robert Wahlberg. He doesn't count.
3: (laughs) I've (laughs) never heard of Robert before. I literally had to look him up and be like, he is one of... I think he just, like, appears in movies. Like, we need a Boston guy. Just kind of a background guy. Give us one of the Wahlbergs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Mark and Donnie were not available, so they said, hey, you got a brother? Yeah, sure, Rob.
3: Come on, buddy. Nobody puts Mark Wahlberg in a corner.
2: (laughs) For me, in terms of... In terms of uh, putting it on the Hall of Fame list, it's just such a good movie that it, it creeps into my mind to be on the list. In terms of like specifically nailing the city of Boston, it's probably further down, but I would put it. I would put it in a soft maybe category, uh, it, like an honorable mention.
3: Yeah, it feels like the city kind of takes a backseat a little bit, and you don't get like say like you know what we talked about with Goodwill Hunting, you don't get as much the just sort of the culture of of the city sort of within these characters it's more just like it takes place in boston here are some shots of the city we're going to go through the neighborhoods a little bit there's a kid who was molested by a priest. There's a kid who was molested by a priest, (laughs) yes.
2: I know that that was a joke and it was a good one by me, but that should not go understated, that that really does, like, you don't get away with that character in any other city. And as you uh... said,
3: it segues into another movie we're going to talk about later that definitely tackles that issue pretty much for the
2: entire two hours. If Uh, you're in Fort Lauderdale and, like, this main character was, raped by a priest like what <laughs> no that's <laughs> ridiculous I, but if you're in Boston like oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can see sense.
3: that that makes, that that makes a lot of sense yeah can I ask one question yeah, though tracks. just about this movie though I do I did very much enjoy it like it's it's a fucking great film everyone's bringing it but the one thing I'm just curious about is the is the ending a little weird how so I think it's real odd that uh Kevin Bacon's character and oh, what were we gonna say here I at least called them by their by their actor names that like Sean Totally knows and has a very good inkling that that Jimmy killed Dave. But just we're not going to do anything about it. Sounds
2: like Boston police. Yeah, oh, that's, all right. Sorry. that's all right. Accurate. Boston yeah. BD in the 90s. See, then that's just my own ignorance of being like, that's a weird
3: ending. Why doesn't he actually act on that? But, you know. Well, they're friends. Yeah. They're friends
0: from back in the day. That what? shit runs deep. But one friend killed the other friend. The one friend that actually got molested. Yeah, but Don't like, rat. you know, he <laughs> thought he killed his daughter. So we get it. Did you watch Black Mass? Like I did watch Black Mass. That, yeah. that shit from Southie runs deep. You can't fucking rat on your friends, I
2: guess. Nope. Of- <laughs> Unless you're Whitey Bulger. Unless you're Whitey Bulger and then it's okay.
0: <laughs> the code
2: of silence is, is, is real. I mean, it was widely regarded as the most corrupt law enforcement agencies in like the world for a long time. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. I
3: stand corrected. You know what? Now I'm seeing it through a completely different lens.
0: All right, so Mystic River is a maybe for now. We'll come back after we go through the rest of these movies. The next one up is 2005's Fever Pitch. Ray, this has to be your pick.
1: It is, and I fucking Rich made me watch it last night, and I fell asleep on the couch. Awful acting. Uh, I hate Jimmy Fallon. Let me start off by saying that. Drew Barrymore, eh. She doesn't look the greatest in this movie, but all it is is like Boston, Boston, Red Sox. Like, this is like your this is your Boston movie, and it's just a terrible fucking movie. And the Bill got very mad because they won the World Series that year, and how dare Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore got to go on the field and celebrate with the 2004 Red Sox.
2: How dare they? You'd have to do a lot of editing uh, if you don't allow certain cuss words if Bill was here right now talking oh, yeah. about this movie. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, and we, just, we, we,
3: we don't cut it. Yeah, we don't cut it.
2: Well, you, being you've never met the queen, and <laughs> – is disparaging marks towards women generally don't make our show, so I would expect oh, they don't make any show. No, all right. Uh, Fair
3: enough.
0: I, I'm sorry, I must have spoke too soon. If they He's don't make the your mind but... sports show, they don't make any show. That's, yeah. Uh... I think I think that's that is a bar. I like that gauge. Yeah.
2: It's all right, fever uh, pitch.
0: Go ahead. Make your case. It's George Carlin
2: Us. So uh <laughs> Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch is like a, a toddler's figure painting of a, of a Boston movie. It's just like every cliche you could possibly find, just slap it out there. It is absolutely a uh, oh, a guilty pleasure favorite of mine. I think because the Boston Red, that 2004 Boston Red Sox championship is just so, you know, important best you. moments of, of my sports life. So like the movie. Attaches itself to that. He plays on the That they won before, him in yeah. two thousand four. So baseball is different to, for him than me. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a. I don't have a problem with Jimmy Fallon. Like I don't stump. I don't stoop to the levels of the bottom of the totem pole of dumb and hates a celebrity. I don't care. I just don't care about him that much. I think him. he was
1: terrible on Saturday Night Live. I think he's a terrible actor. I think his <laughs> fucking late night show is terrible. I just don't Jesus. like him. If you put in the credits Jimmy Fallon,
3: I don't like that movie. Then boom, it's out. Ray, how did how did Jimmy Fallon hurt you?
1: I don't know. I just watched, like, a bunch of, like, Saturday Night Live, and, like, he can never, like, hold, you know, his place in there. Like, he's always laughing. And he can't, like... It's so charming,
0: shim- though. When That's he does oh, I fucking hate Jimmy
1: Fallon. <laughs> right, point on your, right, point on your body where Jimmy Fallon hurt you. <laughs> point.
0: <laughs> Everywhere he hurt me all over. Weird, weird
3: thing <laughs> is, I was going to say the same thing, and I was like, Nah, maybe that's weird. We did just talk about you know priests raping
0: children, but then Rich took it there, so yeah,
3: yeah, I got I got to forget that I'm where I'm at here.
0: <laughs> Ray, I'm really surprised. I mean, they made you out to be the garbage movie fan, and you don't like Fever Pitch.
1: Yeah, and how dare you? I read this, and you fucking called me out on this, and I was <laughs> yeah, it's really. So funny. Now the I'm seeing the asshole. I'm constantly. seeing the asshole part of it. Yeah, now I'm seeing the asshole side of you, and I didn't like it. I'm
2: really your sorry. Your favorite Ray. TV show is Prison Break. You're, it was not garbage. Prison Break. No. You're a Listen, you're a I
1: like person. season one of Prison Break. After that, it just went off to a left field and I didn't like it anymore. But season one was great.
2: Allow me to give my final uh, pitch for a oh, favorite right. pitch. Right. See what you did there? That's what uh, we we're doing. In terms it. of it is. it has so much Boston crammed into your face that in the In the category of Boston movies, it has to be on there just because of the over the top Boston ness. Is it good? No. No. Oh. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. It's kind of
0: on my (laughs) list. Oh my God. Like. (laughs) You know, I I talked about on your guys' show how like I have certain things that are like guilty pleasures and like fever pitch is it just nails all the pieces. And like as far as a rom-com in Boston, I don't think I've ever seen a better rom-com in Boston. I actually not going to say this is a guilty pleasure. Fuck off if I have
3: to do that. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I enjoyed myself while watching this movie. Now, granted, I will agree that maybe Jimmy Fallon doesn't do the best Boston. It's because he's what from Brooklyn. I don't know where he's from. Yeah, he's I from, think he's New from New York, City. York. Yeah. Um. He's from. He's from. He's New also York just City, not but a but he's great in Fucking Sogartis. So like, fine. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed the whole thing. Just I like it was. It. I mean, Rich. I was fucking dying laughing over the finger painting of Boston because yes, that is completely
4: <laughs> accurate as to what this It's was.
3: a child's picture of Boston. It, it's it accurate. absolutely is. But yeah. you know what? Like, all right. So it's. It's. I watched another movie. Um. Before I watched Fever Pitch, and for some reason Fever Pitch is like the the movie before that I wasn't a fan, and then Fever Pitch just kind of brought me back up. So maybe it's just a little bit of that too. But I I don't know. I thought it was enjoyable.
2: Fucking I mean, pussy. I love it. <laughs> I mean, for me, <laughs> I'm from upstate
3: New York. I have feelings, man. Oh, yeah.
2: We, we like fucking pussy. We like bad
0: sports teams, and we have feelings. That's upstate New York for you. That's yeah. terrible. That's why. You, that's How why do you live your life? <laughs> In shame (laughs) Mostly in shame and in dark corners Um yeah I mean for me Fever Pitch is a maybe I actually really Enjoy this movie But It's borderline for me too man I don't know Ray if you hate it I,
1: I we can, Well it's we Bill's can life it story It's Bill's <laughs> life story His mother neglected him He would send it off with his uncle That probably touched him All the time Went to the ball game To watch his first Fucking ball game At Fenway Park And that's why Bill Loves this movie It's Bill's life story We just never knew it
2: <laughs> I think this was my pick I don't think
1: I think Bill uh, Gave us Ah whatever I'm just putting on Bill Because he's not here And I hate him He's not
2: yeah, he even said, here To defend himself He said really <laughs> Bad Which, to me when I don't know, I, when also feels kinda
3: person. Boston at this stage.
2: Yeah. Yeah, not showing up. Yeah, that's
3: <laughs> that's not, that's Boston. Was that a reference to uh Tucker Ask? Oh, oh too, shut soon, up. too soon, too soon, too <laughs>
1: soon. Too fucking soon. <laughs> Let the wound heal a little bit. Jesus
2: Christ. Jesus Christ. Six
3: to two. I had to do it. I had to do it. And the main reason why is that my uh, one of my coworkers is a Boston Bruins fan. And she was so fucking smug about them. And I'm a Savers fan, so obviously I just, again, dark <laughs> corners, right? Like, yeah. that's just basically where I live. Fucking Taylor Hall leaves and, like, is, like, an impactful player for them to not only get into the playoffs, to the Bruins, to get to the playoffs, but also, like, score goals in the playoffs. Fuck him. Yeah, um, fuck Taylor Hall
0: all the
2: so, way.
3: So, <laughs> also, a New York team, which I don't really give a shit about the Islanders or Rangers or that sort of thing, but just kind of warm my heart to see them go out that
0: way sorry guys
2: <laughs> that's fine you're dead to me next
0: <laughs> <laughs> next is 2006 departed the only movie that martin scorsese has won a best director phil or best director oscar for which is sure. kind of tragic sure. in his career i guess because well like, it's like it's like leo getting for the revenant revenant yeah I revenant. Mean, totally and you know, I like The Departed a lot, but it's certainly not better than Goodfellas or Taxi Driver or Raging Bull or list them here. But, like, I love The Departed. I think this is one of the most fun movies. I quote it all the time. Like, are you a fucking cop? And yeah, you do that a lot. Yeah. I, at I, all I, hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I just yell it at you when I think you're being a cop. And I don't know what it means, but
3: <laughs> I just yell it. I'm high, like, at least... You know, 90% of the time, and you're yelling at me, are you a cop?
0: Yeah, (laughs) accurate. And I mean, for me, it's mostly about Mark Wahlberg, because Mark Wahlberg in this movie is completely unhinged, and it's just like, (laughs) let Mark Wahlberg do all the things. And, you know, he says the lace curtain Irish pussy line, and he says the line, my theory on feds, feed him shit and keep him in the dock. And I just fucking love it so much. And, you know, I think The Departed has to be in the Hall of Fame, because... You know, It's one of the most well-known Boston movies. It's what introduced me to Boston movies, and maybe that has painted my picture inaccurately. I do feel like we need to bring up the terrible accent that Jack Nicholson does and that Alec Baldwin does. I was going to say, we're not mentioning Alec Baldwin, too. (laughs) There's a lot of shitty accent work, but I love this movie. I think it belongs. Um, What do you guys feel about The Departed?
1: Uh, First of all, Dropkick Murphys brings you into the song with shipping up to Boston. (laughs) Boom, Boston.
3: Then you got the name Boston in the song.
1: Then you got the firefighters and the cops hating each other, calling each other hard F words and, uh, you know, suck my dick, bitch, and all that stuff. That's very accurate around here. Cops and firefighters hate each other, and that's just great. It's a a loose story about uh, Whitey Bulger. Like that's how I think Mar- Martin Scorsese wrote this, like yeah. or produced it. It's like loosely written about him. Obviously, with Jack Nicholson dying in the end, they thought Whitey died because no one knew what the fuck happened to him. <clears throat> but yeah, it's like uh, snitches. You know, uh, you got cops being dirty, fucking helping out the mob. Like this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like I love this movie. It is a very good picture of Boston, how it is, and like all the characters in it. So yeah, I definitely put this in the top five for sure
2: yeah they nailed it they nailed it <laughs> the, the whole the you, the essence of it obviously you got top echelon uh performances even with the bad accent Jack Nicholson was great in it um, Jack Nicholson was amazing in it yeah yeah I think that was
1: like one of was that one of his last like movies that he did like big movies that he did
2: yeah I think yeah. so
3: Yeah, Yeah, he hasn't been a a lot. I was gonna say, what's his last movie? We need to go down that rabbit hole. It's the last one. I
1: think it was like a Roncon. Yeah, that was like a Roncon. I think what he did with one of his last movies.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just it was it was written well. It was unpredictable when like. Like, everyone, everyone everyone's gets a rat shot. when they shot the guy in the elevator. Like, that everyone was an shot. honest shock movie, you know. He's part. in,
1: like, a Tyvek suit, and he just fucking blows his brains out and just walks
2: off like, well, my day's over. Thank you. Yeah. The only, the part that really, really, really bugged me is when, is the very end of the movie, and they lay it on a little thick with the rat walking across the screen with the Capitol front, like, did I? we get it martin we get it <laughs> it is it is a bit of a of a mallet over the head
0: on that moment but i mean for me this is it's so funny it's action-packed it's suspenseful it's got the mystery it's like genuinely surprising at the end the first time i watched it like Holy shit, everyone's fucking dying Yep. And Why do they have to do that to Anthony <laughs> Anderson? I know, like, Anthony Anderson Gets fucking God. ripped, but I feel like That's also accurate, black people in Boston uh... oh. hey, <laughs> hey, Boston hey, racist <laughs> Kyrie Irving did it uh, <laughs> And then he got a bottle thrown in his head How do you guys feel about that? Uh, well deserved
1: <laughs> Was well it des- you? <laughs> no, no, that's why Bill can't be with us today, sorry no
2: <laughs> Bill had a hearing. Um, <laughs> On a the bottle throw, too. They did the him bottle throw is an idiot. Kyrie is the worst human alive. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> All
0: right. So, The Departed, is it in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And yes, for us too, right, Beam? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I, I didn't want to speak for you. All right. So, let's go to the next one. It is 2007's Gone Baby Gone, directed by Boston's own Ben Affleck. Beam, how do you feel about Gone Baby Gone? You watched this just last this just this morning. Literally this morning,
3: yeah. I needed a bit of a refresher. Uh, it's, what the fuck time did you wake up at? Dude, I woke up at 7. It's been a <laughs> day. <dang>.
1: Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: I watch, I've watched five Boston movies within the last <laughs> 24 hours, I think. So. You don't have an accent yet? Dude, not, I found myself. You're not stomach. threatening to kick ass? Like, what the fuck's going on? One, I would get my ass kicked. Well, I guess that might come down to endurance. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so uh, it's either I get a punch in or it's over (laughs) I can't last more than 10 Um,
3: seconds So there's at least that I mean, I'm hungover too, so I just don't know that I was completely ready to fight But either way, uh, I did catch myself kind of doing Boston accents this morning Because, again, like you guys said, it's 24 hours of fucking Boston (laughs) movies But And then I was like, nope, stop, stop that right now That's not you, (laughs) you don't do a good one You haven't practiced this at all Um, But, no, uh, Gone Baby Gone one I do think it actually this is another one where I think you know the city does play a character it plays a very central role the culture of of you know uh it's Dorchester right where uh where it takes place and it's just it I think it encompasses it or at least uh captures it very well um like we said to Casey Affleck's you know his accent is just so perfect it just fits perfectly with the movie um and also too it's just overall a great film The way they give you just a bunch of different directions with the ending without tipping its hand too, too much, um, I think it's fantastic. And it's, you know, again, directed by Ben Affleck, who is from Boston, who also, you know, I think he did a really good job with this movie. Rich, Ray, what do you guys think?
2: Great points. I disagree with all of them. (laughs) Other than it's a good movie. Uh, No, this isn't a Boston movie. It's just, if it wasn't produced by Ben Affleck, no one would think it's a Boston movie. It's a it's a, a crazy, I, was, I almost pulled a bill and said something bad. It's a crazy woman that, that you know. It, no, this it, it has nothing. To, I never thought of Boston when I watched this movie. Not once did I think of Boston. Not not a single time. So that you can put that in Detroit,
1: you can Boston. put that anywhere.
2: Yeah, and it would be just a regular movie. Just because yeah. Ben Affleck put it Boston, that's the only Ben reason. Affleck not needs to stop shoehorning Boston accents into his movies. Like, you don't need Gone Baby Gone to be placed in Dorchester. Go (laughs) put it in Kansas City or something, dude. Like, get away from here. Stop it, Ben. Stop it. You mean those
0: opening scenes when they're just, like, cruising around the neighborhood and everyone's talking about the lost girl? Like, that's not Boston? I feel like that's Boston. Well, Uh, Maybe this is the outsider's view, but... I'm
3: I'm not saying that, like, the story of a girl getting kidnapped in this manner and just everything else that was attached to it uh, is Boston. It's just sort of the interactions with the cops, the like cor- the, the corruption with the cops as well. Um, I don't know. It kind of seems like it fit the theme just a little bit as well that we've been discussing.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I could see it. I just, I just, I didn't, I don't feel that way. I just have a different opinion on that. I'm also getting who really am I distracted. to argue with you guys about it? Do you have it, clouds? Do you have clouds going in, Bray, do You see this too? Like, there's just they're white people, you they're people, across. you no, they're people, you idiot. Well, no, I see the people, but oh. there's like a white thing going across the street <laughs> over the beautiful arch every once in a while they oh that's really those are cars man oh okay that's Fair the
3: enough. reflection of the sun off of cars simple minds baby simple <laughs> simple miles. Simple miles. if Sorry. you're lucky yeah, enough we'll was... hear the clip-clop of uh of horses going down my street because hbo is filming the gilded age in our Whoa. city yeah Sorry. they were literally filming like Around the corner. Like I arts being
2: filmed, side. humble brags all around today. Real humble brag. <laughs> what kind of horses are there? Clyde sales?
3: I have not a fucking
0: clue. No Why would idea. I
3: know that?
2: <laughs> I Knowledge. mean Gone Baby Gone. I just want to
0: shout out one person, and it's George Carroll who plays like the drug dealer friend who leads them to Corwin Earl's house and the like, MVP of the film. Yeah. The MVP of the film. And honestly, that's my favorite sequence when they go into the house. It's so harrowing. And oh yeah. I mean I just love George Carroll he also shows up in another movie The Town as Albert McGlone and I just fucking love that guy anytime he shows up I'm just like yep Boston
2: yeah (laughs) he's really good at it can I guess Ray's uh, MVP of the movie go ahead Emily Regikowski's boobs (laughs) I mean that's not a bad part of it I like a nice set of tits sorry (laughs) wait are they in
0: God Baby Gone oh yeah which part I forget I don't know. I just don't. No, dude, are. that's Gone Girl. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Are you guys thinking Wait, of the, wrong movie, thinking of the wrong movie this whole time?
2: No, I'm not. But I I did mix up those two because of Ben Affleck.
3: Oh <laughs> yeah, boy. <but> fair enough. <laughs> oh boy. All, All right, right. Well, so, I guess I guess that ain't making it in.
0: Yeah. So I guess Gone Baby Gone's out, and that's fine. That's I mean, fair. That was that was number five for me. So I'm fine with that 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 leaving. Um, let's go to the next one. The next one is The Town, also directed by Ben Affleck. Corey, you're just gonna. Just look, take the floor. This the ta- is you. The Town is my fucking favorite movie. Like, Ooh, love I it. Oh, go love on this it. movie. And it's it's not actually my favorite. I mean, it's a rip off of Heat. Oh,
3: wow. They give you a little bit of pushback and you just like, <laughs> no, all right, I'm, fine. You know what? Are we seeing the true style of you right now? Come on. Yeah, you absolutely are, guys. God damn it.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I love this movie so much, but it is a ripoff of Heat and I accept that. So, like, Heat's actually my favorite movie. This is a close second. Um, but I just love this so much. I think... All of the things are so boston. I mean, Jim Jem, played by Jeremy Renner, is the most like fuck you. You think you're better than me character ever. He says that a couple times, like when him and Ben Affleck have a fight, he's like, you know what your problem is? You think you're better than everybody. And then they have a fucking fight. And you know, I just think as far as action heist movies, it's fucking outstanding. I think, you know, all the things that we discuss, they rip off Fenway Park. You know, that is a key Boston <laughs> landmark. <laughs> and actually, it's not even that. Like, the best scene in the movie is the the um, armored car heist on the north oh, yeah. end. Oh, for sure. And then the car chase through the north end. I mean, we've been there. We've ate dinner there. We love the north end. We've been in car chases there. Yeah, we've been in car chases there. Not really, but, you know.
1: Well, shit, you're in traffic if you're in the north end. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And just, like, all that going through, like, the streets, it just felt so accurate to it. And then, you know, I just love John Hamm in this movie. He says the not-fucking-around crew line, and then during this truck heist, there's the scene where he goes, hey, close the fucking bridge! And, you know, then they go over into Charlestown, they get out of the van, they're dressed in the nun costumes, and then they see the cop, and Jeremy Renner, I, I assume it's Jeremy Renner's character, just gives the cop this look like, fucking really and then the cop just turns the other way and i'm like yep that is boston (laughs) (laughs) uh how do you guys feel about the town
1: i love the town Uh, i don't know if this is just a boston thing but does one of your crew members always have to be that fucking douchebag that like when you go out you have to watch out for him all the time because that's bill for us like if we go out anywhere like we went to philadelphia we had to watch out for bill because we were at a uh very nice establishment, Penport's Pub in Philadelphia. Mm. And every person that walked through the door that was like a Philadelphia fan, he'd be like, Go fuck yourself, buddy. And Rich and I are just like, Oh, God damn, we're gonna have to fight
3: tonight. Like, <laughs> Dude, that is amazing. <laughs> I, wish that's I like was That's like a Boston thing. That.
1: It's a Boston thing, I feel like, that you have that one douchebag friend that's always spewing out the mouth like better than everyone else. And that's like what the town is with Jeremy Renner. Like, he's that one guy. So, that's, it, this is a Boston movie for sure.
0: So, Bill wow, is you... Jem Coughlin. I mean, yep. now I Oh, for to, sure, for as sure. A, as a person from
3: at least just New York State, just to watch a Boston person get in a fight with a person in Philadelphia from Philadelphia, that's fantastic. That's a great combination.
1: We walked through a bar one day, and it was like, when we went after the game, and the waitress or the bartender immediately said, go fuck yourself, get the fuck out of my bar, because Bill just started spewing out the mouth. She's like, I don't want you here. Get the fuck out. That's Bill. This, so this is like, the town is definitely one of those boston S movies because that's what we have. We have th- that crew and that one douchebag guy that thinks he's better than everyone else. Boom. It's in. It's one of my top favorite movies of all time. Asshole? Check. Jail time? Check. Tats? Check.
2: Prick? Check. Um, Over under, how Nick, many check.
3: banks have you guys It's Like
2: five? We can't talk about that. Can't talk about that. Code of Silence, Charlestown. Here, Ben. Doubt it. Uh, yeah, yeah we're, so, we're fucking toonies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, they nailed, the the town nailed, Affleck nailed it, like, like obviously heavy, heavy heavy-handed on the Boston thing, like, great movie, awesome movie, when they (laughs) unravel the plot that they're gonna steal from Fenway, I lost it, like, come on, man, like, you (laughs) fucking ruined it, you ruined it, yeah, we're gonna dress up
1: as cops and go through the fucking whole Fenway Park, go down to the
2: belly of Fenway Park, steal money, go out
1: unrecognized, it's stupid,
2: he wanted a drone shot of Fenway Park in his movie, so he wrote that in. That's what he did. It, like, come on.
1: But other No, he was having writers block, he goes, How the fuck can I make this more Boston? Aha. Uh-huh. Fenway <laughs> Park. We're gonna rob it. Boom. Let's do it. I'll rob the fucking cathedral.
2: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jeremy Renner's awesome, he's probably the best character in it. And then uh yeah. I like no. the florist. The florist was one of my favorite that the guy
1: that they're working for, the florist.
2: Hey,
0: oh, Remember who clipped your nuts for you? Corey knows. knows. It's like borderline. I love the Dude, your I really accent do. is like borderline Hannibal Lecter. Sometimes I feel like. I mean, that's what we said on when I did Hannibal Lecter. It's just Hannibal Lecter <laughs> in Boston. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it,
2: um, boys. I hate to do this, but I have a seventh month old that actually I, need... <laughs> I have to go take care. She was sleeping this whole uh, this time, and now she's not. So. Because you had to my, go yell at us, Rich. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm really sorry. Do you want my opinion on the rest of these? They're, I can go really quick.
0: Yeah, go real uh, quick, and I, then I, yeah, we'll we'll decide. I'll give you my. Game. I'll
2: give you my top five. My top five came really fast to me. Uh, but the uh, it's Goodwill Hunting for sure. The Departed for sure. Uh, The Town for sure. I'm putting in the Fighter because I think they nail. Even though it's Lowell, they nail Boston and. Fever pitch, suck it ray. Oh <laughs> fuck you, dude.
1: Go take care of your kid.
2: Although when you guys get to it spotlight. Yeah. It's pretty good <laughs> How don't
3: you put Black Mass and Patriot's Day on your list? Black
2: Mass sucked, Patriot's Day sucked
3: Oh my god, now I wish you were I wish your 7 month old didn't wake up Because I do want to talk I'm about really Patriot's sorry Day on about that. that
2: No, no, you don't have to apologize Patriot's, Patriots Day, I mean, like uh like This is my thing with Patriot's Day Fuck you Mark Wahlberg for making money On the goddamn marathon bombing Like th- 2 years after it happened You can't make a movie about something like that That close to the date, fuck you Mark Wahlberg You <laughs> piece of shit So uh, yeah. And Black Mask was just way too boring. Johnny Depp who cool, oh, cool. put on another disagree. goddamn mask. Like it, it, I needed more from that. That story is way too good and they didn't do a good enough job telling it. I thought it was I thought it was just stale. Ted doesn't belong in this fucking list. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's another Mark Lowe, I mean awesome well, movie. Was really, one of mine. really fun. Really, really fun. But shoehorned into Boston just for the accent to be funny. And uh, yeah, the fight is just phenomenal and they nail it. They nail everything about it as much as the town nails it. So there's my Cliff Notes version. Uh, I apologize. I will tell my daughter, um, F you, for ruining <laughs> this for us. And um, we'll catch you, you next time.
3: Well, thanks so much, Rich. I appreciate it. Yeah, see you. Okay, guys.
0: Uh so Rich has asked to leave us. Unfortunately this, this he has is the first time I think this has happened. That's fine. I mean No, it's funny though. I like it. He has to go take care of his daughter. No, that's good, important. Good reason. <laughs> that's a very
3: important thing to do.
0: So we're gonna continue on with Ray. Ray, the next movie is The Fighter. It is David O. Russell's two thousand ten film with Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale and Amy Adams and everyone. Right. Uh what what's so great about the fighter?
1: Uh, it's a true story. That's first and foremost. <laughs> that is that. Uh, Christian Bale, like I said earlier, worst Boston accent of all time. I don't even know what he was trying to pull off there. But I don't know if you guys have this where you're from, but like the seven sisters that like they were going to see with Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale, like having all these sisters and like fighting single mom kind of thing. That's like a boston s thing that you have all this sh- in your life. But it was a great movie. I mean, you talk about a true story about a fighter, from Boston that got his ass kicked and just never quit. It's one of those things that is all about Boston.
0: I mean, Mickey Ward as like the underdog fighter who has to work really hard and has a drug-addicted brother and crazy fucking family. Like, if these Boston movies have taught me anything, it's that, yeah, that seems like the kind of ultimate boston guy
3: who am i to judge these people when they got all that shit they got to carry around with them so like what who am i who am i to judge them at that stage i also think too i mean like i, I yes uh christian bale's accent in this film wasn't great um, but it's a
0: really good performance did he lose a lot of weight for this movie too so much weight, dude he yeah. i
3: don't understand how like the rest of his life is going to go with his fluctuations in weight I wish I could do that.
0: I, I, no, I, I would like Jesus Christ. same. I need to lose like 20. I need the Christian Bale fucking workout. Plan. Excuse
1: me. What'd you do? What'd you do to lose all this
0: weight? I think
3: he just didn't eat. Like when he did the machinist for fuck's sake. And then when he beefed back up to be Batman, like, what are you Doing. Oh, and yeah, that
0: has like, to take
1: years off your life right
0: there. Yeah, he was like exactly. 115 for the machinist. It is fucking insane. That is,
3: that's was. lighter than me. That's lighter than me.
1: I know. Him and, and McConaughey, right? when McConaughey lost all that weight for uh, the Dallas, Dallas Buyers, buyers yeah. Club. Yeah. Like, holy shit, how the fuck are you do that to your body? <sighs>
3: Man, I don't know. But no, I, I mean... I, the whole honestly, like when when the fighter was on here, I didn't even know the fact that it was from Lowell. So like, <laughs> once, once, it, like it feels very Boston. It I does. Mean, like, who am yeah. I to say it's not at this stage?
0: All right, and yeah. I don't I don't know the difference between Lowell and Boston. Like, I just know that they're different places on a map. Yeah, that's, fuck me, right? I, I don't got. know.
1: <laughs> it's a trash bag and then a scented trash bag. That's the only difference. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I love I, I I I love this film. This is this is I mean, Mark Wahlberg. It's it's. That's the thing, man. He's t- so much trash, but he can be really great. And I think this
0: is a yeah. movie he's really great in. He's really great when he's not like trying to be great. Right. Or when he's like a supporting character. So, like, his best movie is Boogie Nights. He's a dumbass. Right. And so, Mark Wahlberg's playing himself essentially. Right. So, great. Yeah. The fighter. He does he's great just does a job of playing himself. He's just being really physical and being a good right. boxer and being kind of like driven. Yeah. That's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Great. In The Departed, he's completely just let loose, but he's, like, in so few of the movie that when he is let loose, it's like, yes, give me that. Let Mark Wahlberg cook. Let Mark Wahlberg cook for this, like, two minutes. And so it's fine in those small doses, but when it's just, like, him for fucking two hours and Spencer Confidential, it's like, fuck all the way off with that. (laughs) (laughs)
3: I mean, I will say, too, him and I Heart Huckabees, one of my favorite performances
0: from him. He, him and David O. Russell, that's another David O. Russell yeah. film. Like, they, they do they do good stuff together. Yeah. I, I like it. I mean, I think The Fighter is a maybe because there's a lot of really good li- movies left on the list. Um, yeah. It's one that's in contention, for sure. For sure, for sure. And I think Definitely we just on the need Cubs. to revisit um, yeah. at the end.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: Because I, I feel similarly about The Fighter and Mystic River. I think they're both, like... Almost neck and neck, so I want to I talk that I actually kind of know end. who
3: I would pick for it, but All right,
0: we'll talk that out at the end. So the the fighters, and maybe for now, let's go to the next one. This is definitely a Ray pick. It, it is. is Ted. <laughs> it
1: is. Oh, come on, Boston accents—they're going around Boston. He has a fake teddy bear.
3: They're like, it, Wait, it's oh, oh, called. Can, can I just ask one question? Fake fe- yep. fake teddy bear is a thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. You have imaginary friend. Imaginary friend. That you're can, going around. You fucking you get to fuck Mila Kunis. I mean, come on. This is like A plus right now. Sorry to stop you, Ray. Continue. The best, the best one was when uh, Ted too. I know we're just talking Ted, but when they go to Tom Bray's house and they like open the blanket (laughs) up and then just a beam of light comes down to his junk because he has the golden semen right there, and like, oh man, what a unit on that guy. (laughs) Love it. I love Ted. I can watch that and crack up all the time.
0: Oh God. I mean, listen, I. I respect it as a choice for this list because they nail the accents. Like,
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, Seth MacFarlane, too. I mean, he has a great Boston
3: accent. He calling, really does. Calling each other homos and being weird about it. <laughs> That's what we do about all the time around here. Exactly. Like, it felt yeah. very Boston. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they have the Fenway Park scene, like Mila Kunis and Mark Wahlberg have yeah. to save Ted from creepy Giovanni Ribisi, um in Fenway Park. So it's got Boom. all the Boston. elements. <laughs> Boom. Awesome. Honestly, this movie feels so fucking outdated and offensive. Like, oh, it is. The Asian it kinda, guy scene. It are you Oh, mad? yeah. Shoot. <laughs> it's fucking painful to you watch. You took down my wall. Like, oh, my. God, it's it's painful to watch. I was like this. That scene came on, and I was just like, "You didn't need seriously? it, seriously? You didn't need it." Ah, uh, well, it was 2012 too. It's not that long. Yeah, I was just looking at that when you said that. I'm like, shit, that wasn't that long ago. That was only nine
1: <laughs> years ago. Damn,
0: like that would be more in place in like an 80s movie. That's like the 16 candles portrayal. It's like, oh, am God, I wrong? It feels to, bad. Am I wrong to
3: think too? Yeah, well, that, yeah, exactly. But am I also wrong to think too that they kind of just did this movie in Boston? Just so they could get away with doing the offensive shit. Yep,
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Don't go any further than yes. That's <laughs> They were just like, if we put this in Boston, all this shit won't se- seem so bad. It'll just yeah. seem accurate. Oh no, you can't say Boston.
1: L.A. You can't say, oh, we're in L.A. We're gonna do all this offensive shit because that will never fly. You like can't Boston, do it in New York, it's either. unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. Boom, Boston. Yep, you can get away with all that shit.
3: Yeah, it's when everyone else does it, it's offensive. Boston, Ah, it's just their charm, I guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dot, dot,
1: dot. No, how are we not going to offend any fan base or anything like that? How are we going to get people to the theater? Oh, we can
0: make fun of Boston people? Yeah, sure, bring (laughs) them. We can make Boston people look like pieces of shit? Done. (laughs) Done. Yeah. The script writes itself. I mean, honestly, I got to say, like, there are a lot of parts of this movie that I really laughed at quite hard But then there are an equal number that I just, like, felt very bad about myself and, like, what I was watching. So I don't know if I could put it in the Hall of Fame.
3: It's not my favorite movie. Like, so this is the movie that I watched before Fever Pitch. And, like, I I watched this and I was like, this just feels dark and grimy and i feel really it's supposed to be a
1: comedy You're like this is the worst movie I've, i feel sad
3: I feel bad for myself Yeah, it, it kind of brought me down like i just like i don't know man it was it was a lot uh, like yeah. and and then i was like i watched fever pitch and i was like well here we go this is some wholesome content here i can, I can this is a good
1: comedy i can get around i can laugh at these jokes all right great <laughs>
0: So so while there are a lot of scenes that I laughed at and thought were genuinely very funny, I gotta say I gotta say no to
3: Ted. I yeah, I don't think it's gonna make it on there, man. I'm sorry.
1: No worries. No worries. I just wanted to throw it out there. It's a Boston movie, it just you know, one your two cents.
3: Yeah, it gave me a few Hello? laughs that I had to think about my own character afterwards, but yeah. It's... <laughs>
1: Go to your wife after it. Honey, do you feel less of me because I laughed at these jokes? I'm sorry. I'm a sorry.
3: bad person, Honey, I
0: feel <laughs> like
3: I am? <laughs> Honey, I have a confession to make. So there's this scene
0: in Ted, right?
3: <laughs> Hear me out. I laugh, but
1: please don't think less of me. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's Ted for you. So it doesn't go in the Hall of Fame, no. but, you know. Here we are. So the next movie on the list is 2015's Black Mass, the story of Whitey Bulger. We talked about The Departed, which is kind of about Whitey Bulger, but this is like very explicitly Whitey Bulger. Yeah, 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 it absolutely is. The
3: main character is Whitey Bulger.
0: Ray, talk to us about what you love about this film.
1: This is Boston in itself, because if you ever met anyone from Southie, they would say they somehow knew Whitey Bulger. Like, oh, my grandmother babysat him or, you know, Whitey Bulger is a hero among Boston, especially Southie, because there's Southie, there's Eastie. And, you know, that's one of their big things, their big rivals. And uh, Whitey Bulger is just one of those characters that, like, somehow if you meet someone from Southie, they know him. And they paint this picture of how he really was. And then he was a rat. He was an informant for the FBI. I don't know. This is just a great movie. I mean, Rich didn't like it because Johnny Depp wore a mask and looked like shit throughout the whole thing. But this it, this is Boston. This is like it, if you go down there and you talk to the Southie people, they'll tell you stories about Whitey Bulger and how accurate this movie was.
3: I mean, that's fascinating. Um, I didn't know that he was wearing a mask. So I, I knew that it had to have been some sort of makeup that was going on, or some sort of prosthetic that was that was on there. But
1: oh yeah, I don't know if
0: it was a full on mask, but the makeup was definitely uh, questionable.
1: Yeah, I will say that, it was but it's interesting. And I mean, and he was wearing contacts too because obviously Whitey had blo- like really blue eyes, so like he had to put those contacts in for it and all that shit. But yeah,
3: <laughs> I mean, am I wrong to say that Johnny Depp can can pull off a Boston accent?
0: Oh, I think yeah. Johnny Depp's performance in this movie is excellent. Very good. Oh, I think yeah. like as far as a performance go, he should have gotten an Oscar for this movie. Oh. I don't know what won this year, but at least nominated. And I know he right. wasn't nominated, which is unfortunate. Right. You know, I don't love this movie. And the reason is nothing to do with accuracy, nothing to do with Johnny Depp, nothing to do with Wade Bulger. It just felt like it was trying to do Goodfellas stuff. And it wasn't doing it particularly well. I think about the scene where they were having dinner and he's fucking with the one FBI agent played by David Harbour, Stranger Things for Life. Um, but that scene where he's kind of fucking with him just felt like the, you know, good fellas you think I'm funny scene. Yeah. And it just didn't hit the same way. So I was just like,
1: meh. I was. What, what about the car scene, though? Sorry for interrupting, no, me, but what about the car scene when they were fucking around with that the one guy? I forgot uh-huh. who it was. And were, he was like trying to be all tough to Whitey Baldger, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, he's sticking his chest out, causing a scene at the bar. And then the next day they take him out. He's apologizing, you know, why he's sorry. Never let that happen again. They take him to the ocean. They just fucking blow his brains out while he's apologizing still. That is just one of those scenes that just stuck with me. And I'm just like, fuck, that is just one of those things that, like, I can see happening. You know, you cross me, fuck you, you're dead to me kind of thing.
0: There's a lot of cold-blooded shit like that scene, yeah. and then the yeah. scene where he strangles out the hooker oh yeah. slash daughter of just his Just because she could guy? actually, like, give up
3: his, yeah, give up his yeah. whole spiel, yeah.
0: Yeah. Just, she didn't even say anything, she really. No, but <laughs> like, no. he didn't, like, he no. He strangles her out. So, like, there are, yeah. there are a lot, there's a lot of cold-blooded shit and a lot of, like, harrowing scenes, and those, those definitely work.
3: Yeah, the choke. You're bringing me
0: around to it because, like, there's some cold blooded shit. Where he chokes
3: her out and you're just listening to it. That, I think, always works so perfectly because it's happening off screen, right? The violence. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just listening to her gasp for air. It's almost worse. Holy shit.
1: And if you ever notice, too, that that's the only killing he ever did in the whole movie. Other than that, it was always the other guys in the party.
0: Oh no! There's the scene where he, he shoots. Shoot? Yeah. Uh,
1: oh, sorry, a guy, you're right. Yeah.
0: And then, but that that shot when it's looking up from the guy on the ground and it's just Whitey Bulger looking down on him with the gun. Yeah, you're right. Yep. It's fucking like a crazy shot. Really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, for Black Mass, I don't know. Actually, maybe, a maybe. I think it could be a maybe. What I will say though is that like, and I t-
3: I mentioned this to Corey. I was, the pacing on it just felt slow. It, it, like, it oh, it's a very like slow a drag- movie, yeah. But here's yeah. the thing: is like Mystic River is too, but I didn't notice it. With this, I noticed it, and yeah. that's where it kind of it felt like they could have done a better job telling the story a little bit. But I, I mean, I know it's like you know, and I'm not questioning its accuracy. It's just like it felt like there could have been more with this.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is one of those biopics that falls into the territory of trying to, to tell too much of the story. Like if it mm-hmm. narrowed its focus to like one specific event, like mm-hmm. then it would move faster, be more yeah. efficient, be easier to follow. But it jumps around all over the place and makes the pacing feel a little slow. But there are a lot of moments in the film where I'm like, holy fucking shit. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, that's considered that that deserves a maybe. Okay. Let's save it till the end. Um, All right. So the next one up is Spotlight 2015. Beam, as a former journalist, this is yours. Tell us about Spotlight.
3: And what's funny when you say that is this is I saw this when I was when I was when I was a craft beer salesman for Schmaltz. I saw this movie and it got my fucking like heart racing because it's a thriller completely relying on just following beat for beat uh, a journalistic investigation. And the fact that it just relied completely on that and did what it did, I think is phenomenal on its own. Um, just to make a thriller like that where you're not really, I don't think there was really a, a boring scene or like a dull scene or anything that really felt like filler in the film. I think the other thing too is, as we mentioned, uh, the big, the I don't know what the word is. I guess the big conflict is the Catholic church in Boston. And I think we all know how much, you know, Irish Catholic, how Irish Catholicism plays such a central role in a lot of Boston that um, and influences it so much to have a bunch of reporters going after it too. Um, you know, it's a big fucking deal. So I think that. Too makes it very Boston. I mean, of course, you know we have priests raping kids, so I guess that is pretty Boston. I mean, it's kind of everywhere too. I mean, then when they go at the end and As they're just the like, oh roll. yeah, and everywhere yeah. else, Albany, <laughs> New York is in there. Yeah. Um, like there's definitely stuff that has happened around here, of course, but um, and I think too that sort of mentality of you know outsiders coming in. When Marty Barron comes over to take over his editor, or uh, I think it was editor, I forget the uh, precise position.
0: Um, right, and the conflict that Michael Keaton goes through with like having to expose this and he's expose the, people that like are and his. You're going and against peers. God. With, with, you're exactly, going. You're going against God. <coughs> you're ratting
3: out God. He's pretty one, much one of the, the few one. people on the team, though, that is from Boston. Exactly. He's yeah, he's the only one. Um, uh, was it Ramir? I forget who it is. Resendez is from is from Maine. And while uh, Sasha is, you know, she's from Ohio Her mother is from Southie Who, you know, her mother was very much Southie, like, in that movie Yeah, and it had, and that was just I just thought about that one line, though, when they were talking about it And they're like, has he ever been to Boston When they were, like, talking about Marty? Like, basically That concern of an outsider coming in And, yeah, the conflict of of what Robbie had to do in order to get to the story of having to investigate the fucking church, something he was very much a part of and, and knows how important it is to Boston. That was a huge conflict for him too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Wasn't he an altar boy?
3: He was, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So it's one of those things, like you're outing out something that you believed in as a kid, and going up your whole life, and you're outing this church that, like, you know, these priests are dirty. They're not the people that you should look up to. They're they're fucking they're scum of the earth. Like some of these guys. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. One of those
3: things, you know. I was raised a Catholic, and just one of those things. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like to see this, and just to have watch, and to know all this stuff going on it. You know, one, you know, obviously I've turned away from the church altogether. uh, You know, that's just me. But yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly. But (laughs) but then to see this too, it's just fucking, you know, to be able to not have sort of the belief in God. I think it makes it a little bit easier for me to look at that situation and just be like the Catholic Church is completely fucking corrupt, yeah. and it's you know it's it's borderline like with fucking uh, with uh, Scientology at this stage, um, you know I'm not saying the people that believe in God are like Scientologists that's not at all what I'm trying to say I'm saying the c- c- Catholic religion as an organization is a cult. Is, is a fucking cult or at least it's <laughs> a fucking crime crime ring where. Listen, having my, sex with children is oh, a okay. I
1: but, mean, if you ever went to the Vatican and saw the Vatican vault and all the shit and riches they have from stealing yeah, over the yeah. years, it's like, yeah, this is a fucking corrupt cult that you got going on right but now. But the
3: whole thing too is the whole movement of these priests being uncovered. Like there was always whispers of it, right? And they, and they even mentioned they'd written about it in a couple different things or the accusations that were made. It was Boston that started the trend, that started the wave of you know basically outing these guys and outing yeah. these guys too. Yeah. So to me. You know, again, I'm a New York guy saying that this is such a Boston movie, but it's like it's it's based in reality. It doesn't have any, it doesn't try to play up it being from Boston as much. Maybe some other movies would. Um, It just is. It exists, and it go, and it and it lives within the film. It's it's just part of the fabric of the film.
1: No, I agree. And plus, if you ever came to New England, like, that's like, you see uh, every street corner is a new church, like different religion, but it's a different church, like all in like a square mile of like two, like there's so many churches around here. It's fucking crazy. So like to out the biggest thing around here and like religion itself. I mean, that was a big thing, especially for Boston because, you know, Irish Catholic, that's such a, on Sundays you go to church. That's one of those things. So like to out them and have this movie, like bring the whole thing about how the priests were raping kids. It's, it's a big thing. So I, I totally would put this in the top
3: five. So what I am curious about, though, as well, same, I think a similar question from before. How did Keaton do on the accent? Because, well, I'm it's actually not, as bad, to it's
1: not as bad. It's not as bad as Christian Bales. I mean, it, it's all right. He did a good job, but it's not as it's not bad. It's
3: not good. It's just he we can live with it in and out. Right. Yeah, it's not agreed. It's not all
1: the time, but that's what sometimes happens around here. Like if Rich was still here, when Rich gets drunk, he sometimes has a Boston accent, which is really bad. So, it is one of those things where you don't always have it, but, like, certain situations, it comes out. So, it's allowed.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was just kind of curious with that, just in terms of, because, like, most of them don't have the accents. And it's also, because they're playing characters from... Yeah, they're who, not from Boston. They're implants. Yeah. Um, but,
0: yeah. This is not my favorite movie on the list that belongs to the town, but this is, like, objectively the best movie on the list. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know... I think often about all the president's men mm. about how a story where nothing really happens. It's just people doing their job could be so thrilling and exciting. Yeah. And that's exactly what spotlight is. It's just people doing their jobs and it's thrilling. It's exciting and it's heartbreaking and it's all the feelings all at once. And so spotlight, I feel like has to be on the list for me. It's number two, you know, but it has to be on the, in, in the hall of fame. I feel like, I right? mean, if
3: we're, if we're going to, I mean, it's yeah, I think so. I mean, for me, Mm. Okay, actually, objectively it is number 2 for me. And I know and I know it's weird because I want to say it's number 1. And that's just because for me being having been a reporter and having to do some of the things that they did not as well as they did. I mean, Jesus Christ, like what yeah. they did is fucking amazing with the techniques that you get to see in this too that they're using. I just it, it, it helped me nerd out obviously a lot on it, but I think it's just such a great representation of how the job is done without making it sound boring at all. Because honestly, being a reporter is not. Being a local reporter, you know, covering the city too, a major city, especially with what they're doing. It's never a dull moment with that sort of stuff. So, uh, and also, it would just be a dream to be able to work on a project the way they do, where they get six fucking like months to figure out what they want to do and work on a story for a year. I mean, that is the way reporting should be done. And obviously, the next movie we're going to talk about, we see the downsides of one that's not uh, enabled and being utilized. But um, yeah, it's it, it is number two. Uh, I it's it's just such a fucking it is the it is the best movie on here, but it's not. It's not in terms of like a Boston movie. There is a different number one for me.
0: So let's go to the last one on our list, and it is Patriots Day, 2016, directed by Peter Berg, starring Woof. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Beam has a lot of feelings Woof. about this movie. Ray, what what do you got? Why is it Tell on this? Tell us about list? Patriots Day.
1: Well, it's on the list just because it is a Boston Marathon bombing. It's all about that. Uh I can see why you wouldn't like it, is because It doesn't make any fucking sense. It follows Mark Wahlberg as a cop. I don't know how you guys know Boston at all, but where all this stuff happened is like out of jurisdiction. So it doesn't make any sense at all that he would be the main character bouncing around from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. And then you know, main character. I mean, there's so many other heroes in this. I don't know why Mark Wahlberg had to be the spotlight of this whole thing, but Time. I like it I, I like it just because it's the Boston Marathon bombing. It tells a story about what happened. It tells how these two brothers are fucking huge douchebags and trying to start a revolution and start a race war kind of thing and, you know, put a bomb out. And fucking one of the biggest sporting events for Boston is the Boston Marathon bombing, Patriots Day. Uh, it's a big drinking holiday for kids because they shut down all of Boston. You can't go anywhere. So that's one of those things. But, yeah. Uh, do, I Do people I get lo- the day off of work for it? Yep. You yeah, you get Patriots Day off around here. So, yeah, uh, it's one of those things where it's just, I don't know, it it, it could have been way better. It wasn't the greatest storytelling of what happened that day, is my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest storytelling because Mark Wahlberg's character is an amalgamation of, like, yeah, nine a different people. Character. Oh, yeah, it's, it's so, so
1: many people that he was playing.
0: Yeah, exactly, so I get it doesn't why make you, sense. I get why you do it, though, yeah. in a
3: way, because you want to be, be in all the different scenes in it, but...
0: Yeah, and you need someone to focus on. And I get why they did it from a movie-making perspective. But, like, you know, for me, this film is fine. I don't hate it. I don't have the time to hate it. (laughs) Um, And maybe it's because I don't have close ties to Boston and I don't have close ties to this thing. So, like, I could see why, like, some people from Boston would hate it because it's, like, disrespecting this, like, tragic event. But for me, like, it's a thrilling movie. It is exciting. It is action-packed. And... It is propaganda, but like when it's cops versus terrorists, like I'm gonna side with the cops. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it's basically terrorist cops on the yeah. bottom no, of I the know. on the bottom of the ladder. So like,
3: but it like it hurts my soul because it's so much like well the ends justify the means and it's like did it though <laughs> like I get it like it's just like the scene where and again I don't hate this either I think it's a great I think it's just like it's. It's good fodder for film, basically. It's just, it's 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 enter- it's, it's entertainment almost in a way, which is also kind of weird since this was made like three and put out three years
0: after the incident <laughs> yeah. actually happened. Using the tragedy as entertainment is like questionable morally. <laughs> it's another thing where you ask your wife, like, am I a bad person for this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, like- but the other thing too is like when Mark Wahlberg's in the warehouse and the FBI's like, all right, what's on this street corner? And he's like saying all these stores to figure out like, footage of like what's going on and how they can catch this guy. It's like, Come on, man! Right. He's not gonna walk the street, and you're fucking figuring
3: out all this shit. It, it was just over the over the top. It's the confiscation of the cell phones too, where we're just like we oh, don't yeah. talk about whether that's okay or not. Yeah. It's like we're doing it. It's like okay, yeah. fine, we're going. And then yeah. and then also to the martial law thing, where it's just like, well, you know, they found him, and I'm like, oh, yeah, but like <laughs> you could just enter people's homes without any rhyme or that reason. That actually like,
1: that actually happened too. Because oh, no, absolutely one of our buddies lived down in Watertown, and where the guy was. at end up getting caught in the Joe boat. Carr, and, yeah. and he was like, holy shit, like it was like legit shutdown. Like we were texting the whole time. He's like, I can't even leave my house because the cops are out in the street. And if you leave your house, they're going to question you. Like, why are you leaving? So that kind of was true, but it was just like, it was martial law at one point just talk, to catch this fucking guy.
3: Can we talk about the one thing that I'm not sure was true? It was the pipe bombs being thrown at the cops in Watertown during the shootout and the cars exploding in the manner that they did? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it makes for an exciting scene, though. I know, but I do
3: not think that it happened in the movie. Um, th- what I will say, because I guess... You don't, I don't think wanna... it
0: happened in real life. It happened in the movie. It didn't happen. Yeah, it in definitely real life. happened in the movie. Yeah. It definitely
3: happened in the movie. Um, no, the one thing, though, that I will say about it is I think you could have done more with it. I think if you waited a little bit, you could have done a little bit more. I mean, maybe it, maybe this is sort of the thing, like, where you said with Whitey Bulger, not many of the people were around. He didn't talk much, but I would have actually liked to know more about the Czarnev brothers. Like, it yeah. made them... Kind of hollow. I understand we're talking about terrorists, but you know, I think this is also a movie that tried to touch on a little bit of why, or at least provide a why. I think just at least go into that a little bit more. I think you could have also given more life to the stories of the people who did like lose their legs that we focused on in the beginning. You yeah. know, maybe not focus on their legs when they're having sex and then be like, and they're gone now. Um yeah. but like, yeah, there's just a few choices here where it just felt like It felt like a Peter Berg film.
0: Um, Sure did. I mean, that's Peter Berg to a T. I mean, just think about The Kingdom. It's like exciting, thrilling movie, really muddled politics and message. And like, I just don't know why Peter Berg incessantly insists on trying to say something when he's just like incapable.
3: I do want to at least just read this one because I kind of went through the reviews. I'm like, what did people think about this? And it actually got a lot of... It, it, it did get a lot of praise, actually, from a lot of different critics. But I was like, what do people from Boston think about this? So I went to the – I got, saw, found this one from the Boston Globe. Ty Burr wrote this. He said, Peter Berg's movie starring Mark Wahlberg in an invented role is neither great nor god-awful. It's professionally made, slickly heartfelt, and is offered up as an act of civic healing. At best, it's unnecessary. At worst, it's vaguely insulting.
1: Yeah, because like Corey said before, he, he's taking on nine guys. Right. Like, he, he has nine different jobs that he's doing, and he's going from, like, jurisdiction to jurisdiction. It's just one of those things where it would never happen, but it's just so they could tell the story of what happened yeah. that day. And like you guys said, I'd love I love to know more why these brothers did it. I mean, he's in jail for the rest of his life right now. I mean, and his wife was a uh, not the guy, Tamara. Uh, or is yeah, Tamarin, yeah, it Tamarind, is. yeah his, his wife, the other brother's wife that's still alive, that basically lied to him and knew what was going on. And I'd she,
3: love to hear more about that. And like, she's just wow. living her life at this stage, too. Yeah, so. she, she
1: got off scot-free because she said she had no no idea what was going on, which is complete and utter bullshit. But.
3: Like, Tamerlan, like I think like you saw that he was at, at, definitely radicalized. It's Jokar where I want to be like, what's your motivation? And was it yeah. just the influence of your older brother? That, I mean, yeah. it, again don't have to go too much on a tangent of it but that is something that I kind of wish no. and, and maybe the material is not there to cover it but no. they certainly gave what they thought their explanations were
1: <laughs> and it's, it's one of the biggest things that happened
3: in our lifetime in Boston history dude. I, I, mean, I, I remember watching it I'm not saying obviously I was there but I mean I, I just remember watching all of this on television
0: oh it's yeah. one of those things where you remember where you were when you heard about it I and mean, I remember
3: yeah. watching them finding him in Watertown in the boat and everything like watching that just live on shooting television fucking-
1: <laughs> shooting uh, shots in the boat flares into the boat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That is just 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 washing. It's like, holy, and you got the, uh, heat, the heat sensor
3: guns that are showing him like, there's a body in there. That's definitely this kid. You know, it's like one of those craziest things you've ever seen. And then the only other thing too, is that we just talked about a movie that was like the pinnacle, I think in terms of, um, journalism movies. And it showed what the best of journalism can be. The movie touches on it a little bit, which I kind of wish it included it a bit more. But I remember just watching all this stuff live on television and just people on CNN just throwing whatever fucking facts they got or thought were facts yeah. they got just out there without any sort of, like, true vetting or anything else. The guy that was put on the New York Post front page who was the wrong fucking suspect, like, oh, my God. God, the shit that happened during this time.
0: Yeah,
1: this, they're all like, this oh, we're live toilet. from Boston right now. And, and like Watertown's like 35, 40 minutes away
0: from Boston. So yeah. it's like, you're not even close
1: to what's going on right now. It's like, why are you even fucking reporting from here?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Patriots Day, big question marks about that movie. But I will say it was exciting. It was exciting. Yeah. that I will give to it. So It definitely
1: tells a loose story of what happened that day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Very loose. Very loose. <laughs> yeah. Very loose with the facts. All right. So that brings us to the end. So, we have four definites in right now. The four definites are Goodwill Hunting, The Departed, The Town, and Spotlight. The three maybes on the edge are Black Mass, The Fighter, and Mystic River. So, we have one more spot. One of those films gets in, two get left out. Ray, let's start with you. Of Mystic River, Black Mass, and The Fighter, which one do you think deserves to go into the Boston Movie Hall of Fame?
1: I'm going Black Mass. I mean, Whitey Bulger is a hero among himself. I mean, people look at him as a villain because of all the murders he did, but also, like, if you went to Southie, he is a hero amongst all those people. And the way they told the story is one of those things where I enjoy that movie. Being a New England kind of guy, it's just one of my favorite movies to go back and watch. I can watch that whenever. I enjoy that movie. It's just because it talks about the life and times of yd and what he did to boston and that city so yeah i'm going black mass beam what do you think
3: i think i've been convinced and so like mystic river i would almost wanted to put in there just because of how good of a movie it is but in terms, we're talking about boston movies and i just don't feel boston plays as central of a role of a role in this in, in mystic river as it does in say you know Black Mass, or well, I guess The Fighter, I know, whatever, we did say that was pretty much Boston, but, and then The Fighter not totally definitely being in Boston, I know we're considering it the Boston movie, is good. I I would almost have to agree with Black Mass just because it is such a Boston story, it being Whitey Bulger. And it's not my favorite film, but if this is what I'm kind of having to base it on, is it being a Boston film. That's, that's got why I think I got to include it Just because of what it's covering too
0: I mean I'm outvoted so I guess Black Mass is going in but I will Voice my displeasure mm. uh, Black Mass I do not think it's A great movie um, I think it's fine mm-hmm. But it, it's, The Fighter and fine. Mystic River are Great movies I absolutely hear what you're saying I think Mystic River Boston plays Very much a background figure You could put that movie in any place really Yeah Yeah um, Apart from the whole priest molesting children, it makes right. the most sense in Boston, <laughs> I guess, as uh, what we discussed. But um, yeah, I think I think the fighter should go in, um, mm-hmm. even though it's not from Boston proper. Lowell, it has all the attitude. It yeah. has all the things. It has Mickey Ward, you know, kind of a pride of Boston fighter. He fought with the Shamrock and the and the Irish Pride on his shorts. Um, so it's all there. I like the fighter the best out of these three. Um, I'm going to argue that that should go in, but if I'm outvoted, I'm outvoted. Let's put the black mass into the Boston Hall of Fame.
3: I feel weird about it just because of the level of movie it is, but I mean, it just it, it does have the other qualities of being a Boston film. And who's more, you know, Whitey Bulge is pretty fucking Boston. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's,
0: he's the most Boston. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um what about a quick power ranking if we want to go around the room in terms of who's going to take what spot if you want to take a quick second to think about it unless you know but
0: so my power ranking of these is one the town two spotlight three goodwill hunting four, the departed and then a distant five is black mass Mm. (laughs) i love the i love the top four a lot and those like those are pretty interchangeable right um the Departed. When I first saw it, would be number one. But like I've I've softened on the movie as I've like watched it more and more because I'm like this this makes very little sense. And like as far as Martin Scorsese's career, this is like <laughs> kind of middle of the road. But I love The Departed so much, so that's my ranking: The Town, Spotlight, Goodwill Hunting, The Departed, Black Mass. Uh, Ray, Ray, what about you? You got one?
1: I go Goodwill Hunting, uh, The Departed, The Town. Uh, I would put Black Mass next, I
3: think. Oh, this is the this is the chaos I just brought in.
1: <laughs> yeah, not yeah, you know you got me thinking. So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, definitely the Goodwill Hunting because that's I think that is one that brought Boston into the forefront of movies and like all that stuff. So I definitely put Goodwill Hunting first. I, the Departed, I love it just because you got the you know uh, Boston. It's everything's Boston. You got the Dropkick Murphys coming in with uh, shipping up to Boston and all that stuff. So definitely put that up there. The Town like it doesn't make sense robbing Fenway fucking park but you know you, you gotta put it up there and Black Mass for sure so yeah that's where I would go then Spotlight in fifth Spotlight, but anyway. Spotlight but just because I'm not a journalist but <laughs> no, it, the it way has they, nothing to do with that it can't it, 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 but just because they bring the spotlight on the way the priests were diddling children is definitely it's gotta be up there
3: <laughs> being what's your power ranking so mine would be Goodwill hunting, Hunting uh, Spotlight The Departed the town and then i I would also say a distant fifth uh black mass just in terms of quality of film goodwill hunting i just think it literally everything that we talked about in terms of what needs to be in a boston movie it does the best at in literally everything and um and yeah it just that that one i think is just a great representation of of it in in general and the way it's written, the directed, the characters in it—fucking Robin Williams putting in the performance that he did—I love that yeah. movie. Spotlight, yeah. obviously, I went on and on about. We know exactly why I think that should be in there. It's just, and also too, they nailed the way reporters dress too. I was told that's the way other people dress in other places, but like there is something the way they looked. They just looked like reporters, um, especially Mark Ruffalo, uh, and then, um, and then yeah, The Departed. Kind of, you guys kind of said everything that I would have said anyways. It's just very Boston. It's got fucking Dropkick Murphys is like the main song on it, Uh, and it's a song that literally has the name Boston in it.
1: Like, how does that get you fired up? But listening to that coming on to the opening credits, you know, it's like fuck, let's do this movie.
0: The the opening credits that come in like twenty five minutes into the movie. After,
3: (laughs) exactly crazy. Oh no, dude, it it gets me. It gets me jacked. Like I, 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 I'm about
0: that song. I mean, the town. Goodwill and, Hunting and Spotlight for me are all like five stars, five right. five out of five stars. Oh, yeah. Like I love them so much. It's just a matter of preference. And so right. if you have a heist in your movie, I'm in. You're I in. love. You're generally <laughs> in. So
3: the town, the town's number one for me. No, but the town. I mean, the town though. I still think is a great movie. You don't know how many times Ray that Corey has kidnapped me and forced me to watch <laughs> the town. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, sure, man, we'll do it again. I guess. Yeah,
0: let's let's do this. Let's do this roller coaster ride one more time. All right, you let's fucking do it. do it all the time with Letterkenny Just no, no asking. What are we watching? And you just put it on. And I do that with the town. So tell me, tell me
3: that Letter Kenny isn't a wonderful watch every time. Watch. Though. Tell me that the town isn't. <laughs>
0: All right, we're at a, we're at a stalemate. Um, All right, So the last thing I want to do here is, real quick, we're building a statue outside the Boston Movie Hall of Fame. One person gets the statue. It's between Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Mark Wahlberg. Can I throw one person in there that I think is a bit of a sleeper? Is it George Carroll, who it, plays Albert McGlone? <laughs> because I'm in. It is
3: not. <laughs> it's Kevin Bacon. He's Ooh, from Philly. I get that. But how good is he's in three of he's these? He's a lot of movies. Yeah, Wait, he's in a lot of awesome movies. He's in the he's in Patriots Day. He's in Black Mass. Oh, and and he's in, Mystic, he's River. in uh, Mystic River. All right, we'll throw him on. He and he's a cop in each one of them. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> and and honestly, I will say too, not a terrible accent.
0: No. Okay. So, so I know he's from Philly, but fair enough. Fair enough. You you make you make a good point. Is that so sacrilegious? Kevin Bacon, Mark Wahlberg, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Ray. Who gets the statue? Who is the patron saint of Boston movies? Out of those four,
1: I'm gonna go with the trifecta because he can direct, he can write, and he can act in all these movies. I'm going Ben
0: Affleck. That's Same. why I would go with him. yeah. I mean, he made the town. He made Gone Baby Gone. He acts in. The town he acts in Goodwill Hunting. He wrote wrote Goodwill Hunting with with Matt Damon, Damon. and he wrote the town. So, like, yes, I agree. I think it's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck does not get enough credit. I have been on the Ben Affleck train since day one. I is it because of Jersey Girl?
1: Do you think Jersey Girl like?
0: it's no it's all the way the back, it's all the way back to mall rats and dazed and confused <laughs> when he was the big asshole and he's so convincing as the big asshole oh, and yeah. i love him in those movies and then he turns into like more of a charmer in jersey girl and more importantly chasing amy i love chasing amy i think that's a very good movie problematic yeah. in some of the plot lines but it was the 90s we'll forgive it uh yeah. ben affleck is the patriot saint of boston movies for me i agree with you ray uh beam your thoughts
3: I like really want to like dick go like completely left turn here and say Kevin Bacon. I know you do. Know. I know. Let's be real. I know. It's no, it's Ben Affleck uh, easily. Like, I, how do you how do you not do Ben Affleck? His plus two. His acting in Goodwill Hunting is phenomenal. The like, just there is an arc on that character too. That you or at least you see layers on that character, and I think he pulls it off very well. Love him in fucking Gone Girl. I really do. He's just playing Ben Affleck, and I fucking love him for it. Great in Armageddon, fantastic in Armageddon. I just fucking love Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, I mean, yeah,
0: ben, yeah, this yeah. is why I created this category, so we could put some shine <laughs> on fucking Ben Affleck's name. I'm ben in. Affleck I'm gets in. a statue outside the Boston Hall of Fame. All right, guys, this was a lot of fun. Um, this is awesome, man. I really appreciate you guys coming on. Rich was here for the first half; it was a lot of fun. Ray, Rich, you carried you'll be able the to mantle, hear it, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You carried the mantle admirably. We really appreciate after you all on, the man. shit talking about how I'm a terrible
1: movie guy. Suck it, Corey. Suck it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I deserve that. I don't know. Ted's still on here. <laughs> Ted, Ted was still your <laughs> choice. So come on, you fucking get a
1: late night. You get some beers. You get some edibles. You fucking watch Ted. No, you watch. You
0: watch like. I'll Ted's watch,
1: watch right Armageddon
3: Mills. I'll watch Armageddon <laughs> Or I'll *The watch Town*. <laughs> I'll watch Armageddon in the I'll town watch
0: something fucking, with Ben
3: Affleck. Put on spotlight. I'll get high and watch that.
0: <laughs> that's dark, bro. All right. But Ray That is
3: very dark. That you say that. Now. <laughs> it's literally, it's literally what I did last night, but that's not even over there.
0: Ray, real quick, uh, give us your plug for your show, the Simple Mind sports show. Tell so yeah, Simple yeah, Simple
1: My Sports Show. We're a Boston based uh, guys. We talk everything Boston sports. Uh, we try to do interviews uh, once a week. We had Corey on. Great time. You know, it's just one of those things where it's three guys that we grew up together. We know each other for 25 years. We had a text chain going, talking everything sports. And we just said one day, fuck it, let's just start a podcast. And uh, we're a year in now. And that's what we do every week. Every three days a week, we release six episodes a week. It's us, Simple My Sports
3: Show. The chemistry is fucking hilarious on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I enjoy you guys, and it's and that's why it was awesome. I, mean, I was excited to do this episode. Um, I'm sorry that you got a very duplicitous Corey on your on your episode, but uh, you know, yeah. Apparently, and, and we got nice Corey. Yeah,
0: for the record, nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> also, bring me on when the Buffalo Bills pay the pay, play the Patriots. You cowards. Um <laughs> Ooh, I, 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 I wouldn't mind being
3: on that too. That's like one hey, that's like hey, the one football game se- I want to
0: be able to make this year.
1: Football season's coming. Uh, we're gonna put it in the ledger right now. You guys are definitely coming on before we play
0: the Bills. <laughs> Would love to. Uh so you can follow those guys at Simple Mind Sports Show. Or what yep. yeah
1: absolutely Yeah, we mind have a Short website, SimpleMindShortTot.com, and uh we're on Apple, Spotify, and whatever you can find us, YouTube. We're on all those things. Simple Mind Sports Show.
0: Yeah, so follow those guys, follow us on Instagram at Back porch Media on Twitter at Porchback Media on Spotify Apple Podcasts all those things rate and review do all of it this was a really fun episode Ray we appreciate you coming on Beam it was a pleasure as always as always man hmm. really enjoyed doing this at ten in the morning with at, a couple beers ten it's <laughs> in the morning with a couple beers and I'm, like a day that. is ruined now thanks I'm just, <laughs> guys I'm
3: just gonna keep riding this train I'm gonna yep. <laughs> dude no one told you to drink a eleven yeah, we percent we triple yeah. Ray yeah well whatever now, Saturday I, morning
0: might as well now I'm real <laughs> curious to see what it's like to go to a bar with you guys yeah really want yeah, to come it, to Boston I really want to have you guys take us out because this I I, I just want to watch Bill in his natural <laughs> environment apparently
3: I'm a little upset
0: that I missed out on the Bill experience
3: but here we
1: Fuck are that. we're going to come to New York and we'll go to a Bill's game oh, we'll, we'll, shit. we'll buy five tickets let's do a Bill's game let's, uh, that'll be fun you can see Bill in his natural habitat and just I'm so
0: for this <laughs> let's fucking do it and if we win right. we get to you guys threw a fucking table. December 9th.
3: <laughs> done oh, and done. Can, can, Bills up first. <laughs> I, would, I would, I would like to at least mention this. Corey mentioned that he was not the one that went through the table. He said he threw some friends. I would like to, I would like to point out that one oh, of those yeah, people was fucking me. But also, <laughs> I, I yes, I put you, you through you the table. You and John choke slammed me, double choke slammed me, double rock table. bottomed.
0: Oh, double rock Ooh. bottomed. Important. And yeah. then actually, you did too. Well. You didn't break the table though. Like you no, kind of bounced off of I, it. I, my back broke. So that I <laughs> so that I launched myself off the deck and elbow dropped at Macho Man Randy Savage style through the fucking table. R.I.P. That was exciting. Actually, I did the same
3: thing, but then apparently just missed the jagged edge of the table, like the metal
0: Ooh. part that was sticking out of the ground. Dude, you nearly impaled yourself and died. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of exactly. similar to when you almost died at Duff's wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll take you guys to Duff Duff's wings. We'll go to a Bills game. We'll see Bill in his natural habitat. It'll be a lot of fun. Play some Drake. Yeah. We'll, we'll absolutely Drake will be part of it because a lot of Drake during pre-game. Um It'll It was a pleasure. Minutes. We'll see no, you guys later.
1: I mean, later. you just sold me on the Drake thing, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I told you. laughs> All
0: right, everyone.
3: Thank you. Yeah, see you. Thank y'all. you guys. Appreciate
1: it.